0: Hey, welcome to A Little Better Podcast. My name is Daniel, I'll be your host. Today on the podcast, we answer more questions on the book of Revelation, with the highlight being at the very end, what is the mark of the beast? And do you already have it? Well, stay tuned, we'll answer that question and many more on today's episode. Remember, our goal on this podcast is to know Jesus better and by the power of his spirit, do better, so together we can be a little better. Hey, welcome to a little better. We're answering more questions about Revelation today. So, you guys ready to dive in? I'm ready. Let's you ready, go. To go?
1: Yeah, I think I'm ready. All right. All
0: right. Number 1, is the God of Revelation congruent with the God portrayed by Jesus in the Gospels? The example, this this is a question from earlier week 2 when I preached on seeing Jesus for who he is and, you know, he has the the eyes of fire, the the hair, the feet of bronze, and so very vengeful. And then, you know, ultimately we talked about the wrath of God in the past two weeks. So yeah, this can be attention for some people. Like, man, he's God of the Bible seems a little bipolar.
2: The the easy answer is yes. Yes, he is. They are the same. I think you even mentioned this in the series when you see Jesus, you've seen God the Father. So they are one. Um, they they're not different. They're the exact same God. Um, I think the problem is, and you know, Val, you can talk to this too. I think we have a, a, a small picture of God, right? We often like the God of grace and mercy, but we don't like the God who pours out his wrath. And we have to balance God's goodness and his grace and his mercy also with his holiness. And they work perfectly in unison. And, you know i think it's helpful for our church to see the a god who hates sin and who must pour out punishment on sin and i think for us when we see god that way it gives us a full picture of god and it also calls us to
0: you know not want to engage with evil and sinful things ultimately i think god wouldn't be a holy god if he didn't take care of sin right i mean he would cease being Perfect or in just the sense of, or just or any of those things of like or, <clears throat> excuse me, or merciful or graceful to those who have followed him right. and trusted in him to take care of sin, their sin, evil in the world in general. Like if he just said, oh, it's OK, it's OK, it's OK. Like we would never encourage, you know, that in any context of just allow evil suffering to persist forever. And that's totally fine.
1: He wouldn't be a loving God if he didn't protect his people. He says that he will, he doesn't want us to take vengeance, mm, yeah. but he says vengeance is his, uh, yeah, yeah. and he will ultimately repay. Yeah. I think I. I think we see that God all the way, that loving, just, in perfect balance God all the way through Scripture from yeah. Genesis to yep. Revelation. I think he's totally... Yeah. Consistent,
2: I think we don't see his lovingness in his judgment. I think Mm. that's one faulty thing. We only focus on the judgment of God, and we see that as like a bloodthirsty God, a God who just wants to kill and destroy. But in that, I think we miss in God's judgment. There is so much there, like you said, Daniel, a window into his grace and his mercy that I think we often miss as he brings wrath, whether he does it directly or indirectly through other things. There is so much love in that judgment that we often, I don't think, I see. I think
1: in the Old Testament, a lot yeah. of people see the, the, this wrathful God, even in the Old Testament. But what we miss, in, even in the Old Testament, is things like when he brings his people into the promised land, it says that he waits... For the sin of the Amorites to become full or complete before he even allows his people to enter, he waits for every last Amorite to complete all of their sin before his people are allowed to come Mm, in and destroy the people. The same way as the flood doesn't happen until the hearts of people are only evil all the The time. So he waits hundred and twenty years. We do. Yeah. We miss mm-hmm. those. We miss things. those because
0: it's almost like that little verse. Like one verse teaches us so much theology, right? And then we we hear a whole account, a narrative of like this is how he got rid of these people, or this is how he punished it. And it's like mm-hmm. a lot. I was like, oh, I don't like this part, you know. Uh, but we miss that one verse that's an explainer or a um, pretense before before this happens. This is what God allowed. He, he waited. He mm-hmm. waited. He waited. He waited, and so. Um, All
1: through Revelation, Daniel and Drew have bro- both preached about these little windows into His mercy, about how He waits, yeah. how He waits. He's not willing. It says in Second Peter that any should perish. Right, That's yeah. why He waits to come. Yep. Yeah.
2: That's the whole point of why we say interlude so much, right? Yeah. Often the interludes in Revelation are God's patience with sinful mankind. Yeah. Longing He sends, you know, this week, angel to what to do what. To preach the gospel to those who have been marked yeah. by evil, right? And there's this mercy, yeah.
0: even other opportunity, this. Yeah. right?
1: Sure. Always opportunities. Yeah.
0: So that, well, there's not there, there's not two gods at odds with each other the the evil, bad, bloodthirsty God and the good, loving God of mercy. Mm-hmm. There, that's a complete picture yep. um, in that. And so, um, second question has <coughs> two parts to it. Drew sneezing over here. Uh, <laughs> the second question has two parts to it. The first part is. Is God a Trinity? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. That's the that was the first question. The, the, that was the qualifier, and then it, the, this is the real question. Then why does the passage in Revelation say that the seven that there are seven lamps, and that there are also seven spirits of God?
1: Val, go ahead. I'll let you. I'll well, let you start Val, here. Just
0: launch us off. <laughs> for oh, that.
1: thanks. Um, when it talks about the seven, well, seven. We see all the way through the Bible and all the way through Revelation as a symbolic number, um, which means, I know Daniel's talked about fullness, perfection, completion, and so it's a symbolic number. Here it's talking about the the Spirit of God being seven or sevenfold. Um, I know in Isaiah 11, it's a perfect... um, example, it's talking about the activity of the Holy Spirit, and it talks about sevenfold spirit, wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, godliness, and the fear of the Lord. It talks about his sevenfold activity. In other words, this spirit of God is perfect, complete. Mm. And so... It's almost
2: as if you broke... Down the, you have one spirit, but it's talking about this almost like seven purposes that he fulfills. And in that seven, he is complete, he's made full. It's not saying there are seven different, unique spirits of God, it's talking about the seven attributes that right. Right. bring the fullness of the spirit in your
0: life I was, I was listening did you give a scripture reference for that
1: yes it's um isaiah. isaiah 11 2 and 3
0: yeah isaiah 11 2 and 3 those are seven qualifiers so good so we if more more explicitly even like we, it's the holy spirit we would say the right. holy spirit the holy spirit and these are his attributes yes. is why um that's given anything else you want to say on that question I'm good. I, I think like Val it. crushed it. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so here's your here's your home run one. Number three is explain the difference between the telescopic and oh, yeah. the consecutive views of God's wrath. And so uh, there's there's actually three views, and we can bring this out. I, I brought this out in a sermon, but the the three views are the simultaneous, which the seven seals, seven trumpets, seven bowls of wrath. Those are all judgment slash wrath, and the, con- the simultaneous view is pretty easy. It's talking about the same unit of time, and that's what it is. It's just yeah, explaining just it in different systems. ways, all yeah. right? And then there is the consecutive view, which is the pretty easy one to understand. It's the one that one happens right after another. It's pretty linear, that you know, seal one, then two, all the way to seven, and then the next set is the seven trumpets, one to seven in order, and then the wrath bowls one to seven, in order. It's just one right after another. Some theologians go all the way in of saying each one is representative of one year. So there's like 21 years or something like that. But then the telescopic view gets a little tricky to explain with words, but Val is really good at doing this. So unpack that for us.
1: I don't know if I'm really good at it, but this is the one that I believe in. Um, So Or I ascribe to. Ascribe to, to. that's right. Um, So... I think um, Daniel stole this from me for his sermon. (laughs) I did did not footnote that, but I did steal the example. She took credit for (laughs) Daniel's sermon. (laughs) She called you out. He told me. He (laughs) told me he was going to do this. So um, it's because it's it's a little bit more feminine. I use this one instead of telescopic. I call it the Russian doll um, theory. But um, what happens is basically that. the trumpets the in the in the telescopic view, first we have the seals and So they're
0: like the big doll. Right? Yeah. The seals are the big doll.
1: Well, I would I would say the seventh seal okay. is like a big doll. Okay. we, And okay? then, and crack then you crack it open and out of the seventh seal come the seven trumpets. Okay? okay. Yeah. So the seven, the seven <laughs> the seven trumpets are within.
0: Yeah, so it's the, they're hiding inside. They're hiding
1: there. inside the seventh seal. And then when we get to the trumpets, in the seventh trumpet, within the seventh trumpet, seventh trumpet is a big doll. Yep. And within Crack that, open. that are the seven bowls. Mm. So, out of the seven prompt so what gets come. confusing
2: for people is maybe it would be helpful to explain the difference. How is that different from the, mm-hmm. you know,
0: seven and then seven and then seven? So, it, you the reason they get so this is where this is the one theological reason. Since the number seven is the number of completion, okay, it's the number of completion. Uh, and at the end of each series of seven, it feels like it's over. Mm-hmm. right it mm-hmm. feels like so you know god pours out his wrath in the 6th you know seal yep. and then there's the 7th one and there's silence in heaven it seems like it's over like god did the thing that he was going to do but then there's more mm-hmm. but, but wait there's more and so it's coming out of it's it's explaining the how the wrath of god is working in the sense of that completion it's complete but it's it's not yet because there's there's yeah, another set. I
2: I understand that. I think our what what would be good for our audience is distinguishing. It almost feels like that is the same as the um the the consecutive one where like you got seven and and you got seven more and then you got seven more. It feels like oh that's just the same
0: as the Russian yeah. dolls. The seventh. The seventh seal, seventh trumpet, seventh bowl are still existing throughout, right? That's I use, that's why I picked telescopic instead of sticking with the title of Russian Nessendal. So like if you open up a telescope, right, and every joint is a start of a next one, mm-hmm. but that that joint still exists. So that seventh seal, it's it goes all the way to the end.
2: It's almost like you can't look at it like the telescopic for me is like you almost have to pull up and like look at it from a um, what are those things drone yeah. right to fully understand because you're is where seeing John the, at the connection yeah. mm-hmm. and the difference between like the seven years and then seven years and then seven years. If the telescopic is like you're seeing it from the bigger picture and seeing the
0: interconnections of the seals, to the trumpets, to the bowls Because it's all the wrath of God. Yes. I mean, it's, it's in the sense of the word wrath isn't introduced until the sixth seal, uh, which we could get into the nuance, but that's not tied in the question exactly. I think,
1: yeah, we'll get into that, <laughs> but I think, th- I think that's important.
0: Yeah, and so the word wrath is introduced in the sixth seal, um, but the it's present. It's all talking about the wrath of God. That's why I, I think in a very simplistic, it would be easy to talk somebody you know, theologic not saying that this is the wrong view or anything, but or the right view. It's easy to talk somebody into the simultaneous view. Right. It's it's pretty easy to explain. It's like, oh yeah, I can see why that's the case. Like it's all talking about the wrath of God. It's all talking about it from heaven's perspective. Seven is the number of completion. Why in the world would there be more wrath if he's already poured it out? Done. Settled. Yep. Like but it's not that easy the way the text presents it. Yep.
1: In the sit in that Telescopic view, the seventh seal isn't over
0: right it can, right it's there's a continuation of it the, yes mm. that's a good way to explain before it that's
1: good or the Seventh. Trumpet that is the begins. difference.
2: There there's no separation from really the bowls to the trumpets to the seals. I did those in wrong order. But like basically, the you almost the seals are the trumpets and the trumpets are the bowls because they're all interwoven together. Yes,
1: or that big Russian doll on the seventh seal contains the rest yes. of them.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Yep. Which it's I mean, there's a lot of connectivity. You know, I would almost see there's almost more connectivity to the telescopic and simultaneous than there is between the consecutive. I have and a telescopic. hard time remembering like, like, okay, which, which one did yeah, I say. I feel like there's more connectivity yes. in the simultaneous of how it's working when you break it down of like what's the difference between the two because there's a there's definitely some clear distinctions. Yeah, there is overlap in all of them, which I think that's why I brought out the point. The point is not necessarily like how is it going to happen that it, the point is it's going, it's going to it's happen. Going to, for sure. Right, so, and then yeah.
1: that's much more important. Yeah,
0: so, all right. Um, next question, question number four. Uh, verse Chapter 7, verse 3, this person quotes, which I'll read, and then they ask their question and tie to this. Do not harm the land or the sea or the trees until we put the seal on the foreheads of the servants of God. Revelation 7, 3. Um, we hear about the mark of the beast in the tribulation period is this a mark to or a figure of speech and how is this different to the people involved will they be deceived by the mark of the beast versus the seal of god i'm hoping i worded this correctly so so essentially this person cites this to see like don't do anything till we put the seal of God on their foreheads, okay? And then they bring out, okay, seal of God and then mark of the beast. And so they're seeing those as two separate entities um, in that regard. Um, and then the question about the mark of the beast, so there's multiple questions involved in this, Is um, is this mark figurative or is there something that's a literal mark? And, and then, they're talking
2: about the mark, the seal of the hundred and forty-four thousand. There, no, or they they're talking, talking about, about the, the mark of, of the beast. beast. So okay, the, they're,
0: they're talking about the mark of the beast. Uh, so let's start with the first question. Um,
2: yeah, let's separate the two. Yeah, se- so the first, the first mark they talk about is the mark of the hundred and forty-four thousand. Right, the seal of God. The on seal foreheads. of God on the forehead, and I think it's a distinguishing factor that the angel puts on the hundred forty-four thousand that protects them from, you know, the, God's wrath right. being right. poured out. Right yeah and i i I don't know if we know if it's a physical
1: mark, if it's a spiritual mark. I, I don't believe the text tells us. I don't think the text tells us that, but mm. I think it's something if it's if it's symbolic, it's something that the angel who's coming through, right can see or can sense.
2: Well, even the angel says to the angel, hold on, hold the winds, hold that, because I'm going to mark them. So when you unleash the wrath of God,
0: you will know who receives it and who doesn't. Right. It's
1: something in the spiritual world that they can perceive.
0: Which it's, I mean, it's pointing to the people of God, those who have trusted in Jesus, who are following Jesus. It's pointing to that. So there is this distinguishing factor that it's talking about people are following God so yep. the second part of the question that leads into it so we hear about the mark of the beast so is the mark of the beast is it figurative symbolic um in that regard
2: no I think the mark of the beast is is not figurative I think it's a real thing I think it's a physical thing because chapter
0: 13 says yeah we talked about
2: forehead, this this Sunday right you hand. preached on it yeah you gonna be forehead or right hand it's
1: definitely Satan's counterfeit yes of yeah. God's mark yeah that's right um Satan always has a counterfeit. We're going to talk about the counterfeit that he has of the whole Trinity. Yeah, yeah. Um, Or Daniel's sermon talks about that. Um, so, so this is his counterfeit. God mm. seals his people. Satan is going to mark his people, and yeah. this one, since it has to do with buying and selling yep. and those kind of things, yeah. and. People identifying themselves with the Antichrist. It's definitely going to be something you can see.
0: Which Val just answered the next question, which was, will they be deceived by taking this mark? Or are they choosing this mark? Are they forced to take this mark? Which...
2: Yeah, the the what? scriptures clearly ma- th- you make a choice, you know, before you ever take the mark of the beast, you have to determine who you're going to follow. You're gonna yeah, follow who you're gonna Christ, worship. you're gonna worship Christ. And if you make that choice, and you're, you're sealed. killed. You'll sealed by God. Yeah. You're sealed by God and, and then, they they and kill, kill you. Yeah, and then kill by the then same. Then the people who've already made the choice to follow the beast, you know. They've already made that choice, then they accept the mark of the beast.
1: I would say it's a clear choice, but it's going to be a very difficult yes. choice to mm, make. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, the choice is one or the other. It's, um, I think when Daniel preached about um, in the Caesar's time, in Roman times, you took a pinch of incense and yeah. you said, Caesar is Lord. Mm. Or you could say Jesus is Lord, and the Jesus is Lord was a difficult
0: choice And some people were killed for that choice. Some people were put in prison for that choice. And
2: I think we have to recognize people are making that choice today, right? We are lucky in America because we don't—you said this Sunday, Daniel—we don't have to make that choice. We have the freedom to, you know—and some at the detriment of our faith, right, that we don't have to make that choice because— we sit around in our comfort cozy Christianity and often become stagnant in it. But there are people all around the world who are making that choice. I'm following Jesus and it costs them their lives. You know, maybe not their lives, their limbs, their body, they're being mm. persecuted, beaten, whatever, right? We there are people who are making that choice today. Yeah,
1: this is close to my heart yeah, because I had, I have children who mm. are in a country where choosing Jesus means imprisonment, or your house burns down, or something close to that. And my uncle was a martyr for Mm -hmm. the gospel in his time. So yeah, it's it's already happened, and it is happening. So that's And
2: we have to constantly be
0: prepared to make that choice. Yeah. All right, next question gets a little bit more close to the news. Uh, um, Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear your take and they didn't specify who your is, so we're just going to say Val. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, like, I like it. I'm just kidding. Thanks. Uh, take on the new implantable payment chip that's here in the news. And what if anything that we should do about it as Christian in addition to praying and getting ready? So they're talking about the implantable chip, which usually would be, I think is implanted in your right hand or dominant hand, uh, and you can... It's really popular in Australia right now, um, which it's almost like the, the equivalent of Apple Pay, but okay. it's a chip that they put right underneath your skin. You're like, instead of like beeping your Apple watch, you're beeping your hand. Okay. What are your thoughts? Is that, is that the mark of the beast? I think this person essentially, is, is that the mark of the beast? It's in the right hand. It does buying and selling. Val,
2: do you want to start or do you
0: want
1: <laughs> like, me to? Yeah, <laughs> I'll start. I think in every era... There has been something waiting in the wings that could be that. Um, I think that the mark of the beast could be something as simple as something tied around your forehead or something, you know, it doesn't have to be anything that's hugely technological. Mm -hmm. It could be like what you're stamped with when you go into sea breeze or it doesn't have to, maybe the tick. maybe the technology isn't even developed yet. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be anything specific and it doesn't have to be hugely crazy. It could be anything that whoever this is decides it's going to be. The mm. main thing, I think the one thing about deception is that this is not about your social security number. This is nothing about your personal mm, yeah. um, number, it has to do with your identification with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's his number or yeah, the number yeah. of his name. I think some people are so worried that if I get something that identifies me, mm-hmm. and it's my number, yeah. and it will sneak up on me. Yeah. And like, um, Whoops,
0: I didn't mean that to happen. Whoops, I didn't mean <laughs> that
1: to happen. Yeah. This is not it. Yeah. This is your choice right. to identify with him and And I think and his believers
2: number. forget if you are a follower of Christ, the Spirit of God lives inside of you, right? And I think He has the power to illuminate you to, hey, this is th- mm. this is it. And again, it's it, if if we, we've labeled so many things the mark of the beast, yeah. it's almost obnoxious if you look through history, right? Even just. Two years, right? We've got the COVID
0: vaccine, like COVID itself, <laughs> like you know. I, I can remember from I use this example in the sermon, but I remember when people were talking about debit card pins. Right, I was, a, I was, I was young, but I still I can remember my church talking about is debit card pins the mark of the beast? Barcode, like, yes. Yeah, There's bar so many things, yeah.
2: and I think as Christians we have to be on the lookout for not the mark of the beast, but for the choice being forced upon us who will you worship? Who will you follow? That is the indicator to me, a bigger indicator than like buying and selling, right? Or like some chip implanted. Listen, the chip thing, right? I just don't want anything implanted in my body. (laughs) Forget the mark of the beast. Like, one, I don't like needles. That
0: sounds like it hurts, right? I mean for yeah, me, I'm thinking like, man, that'd be so much easier. I don't have to bring my wallet places. Like it's like did <laughs> very differently. But
1: I think yeah. I think the fact that Jesus Jesus talks in Matthew twenty four mm. about um, the elect
2: mm-hmm.
1: will it's not possible right. for the elect to be deceived. Mm. Right. Yeah. That's one thing that the Antichrist will do unbelievable things mm-hmm. that would deceive even the elect, if that were possible. possible. Right. That's that phrase, if that were possible, is very important. It is. And he also talks about... I. I wrote down something about Matthew 10 18. Yeah. When you're dragged before kings, you will be given the mm. words to say. You don't have to worry about yeah. it. The questioner yeah. asks something about um, will we be deceived? Do we need to pray? Yes, we need to pray. Yeah, right. But we you know will. we've already been promised yeah. that if we make the choice for him, we'll be given. the words by the spirit Spirit of God. That's the thing. People
2: downplay the spirit of God. It's like, do you realize you got God living inside of you? And hey, that gives you power beyond your means. And so when the time comes, like you said, scripture clearly promised us, we don't have to worry about it because if we truly know Christ, we won't be deceived. We will see through the lens of the spirit's voice and eyes. And yeah, I think we have to be we have to have that confirmation in our yeah. heart that the Spirit of God is living inside
0: of us.
1: I right. know that's right.
0: Yeah, amen. <laughs> Come on. Because yeah, that the number is number of man. So the question is really, who will you You've follow? You've already been sealed, yeah. too. That You talked about yeah. that Sunday.
2: If you know Christ you've already been marked by the seal of God. Just like the seal of the 144,000, I can't see any seal in you, but I can be confident
0: mm. that I've been sealed by the, the Holy right. Spirit. Yeah, and we have the fruit of the Spirit that are markers or yeah. indicators in our life that Christ and this Holy Spirit are, are working, so... Thanks so much for listening to this episode of A Little Better. We hope this was helpful and we can't wait to answer more of your questions. If you're watching in real time, you can still submit some of those on iwant.info. We can't wait to wait to dive in next week to more of your questions. We'll see you then.